0: Nerdcore rise up, it
1: could get elevated. Nerdcore rise up, it could get elevated. Nerky, nerky man, we want to be, just a made up word. We wanna be from- some nerky man, and you know what? And that's what we're going to do. We're going to nerky.
0: Nerky all oh. over this thing.
1: I just nerkeyed and then I needed a rest for about 20 minutes. You get a I nerkey. You get a to... nerkey.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm all the time.
1: Nerkey all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that one wins. Uh, we have a wiener. We have a wiener. <laughs> we have a wiener, wiener, chicken deaner. And welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. We are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want i'm chris
0: and i'm kyle you guys might know us online uh, from the twitches as K Sig. that's me and guyver it's chris and with it's us me. again as we're going uh, through meticulous detail on wandavision justin how are you sir Hi. <laughs> so- i'm Hi. good
1: hey guys Hi. hey <laughs> Hey. hey
2: hey i'm good i uh wanted to let you know i didn't get any messages about uh what i should put on the back of my sweatpants so i didn't but uh, dang it i had <laughs> I had my because then that's how we bedazzle stuff is we just duct tape it so i had my duct tape ready my sweatpants, <laughs> but never never got a message so
1: that's how we save, save
0: right that hot. for the finale. Something big.
2: I'll throw it out Are there. Are you calling my ass big? Because thank you. No, hey, be,
1: the sweatpants fit. Our magic mic, our magic mic WandaVision dance. Mm-hmm.
0: No and nice. that's when the podcast was canceled forever.
1: <laughs> and, At least the video or person. was it? <laughs> or was it?
2: I'm done. <laughs> really need to start a fans, our OnlyFans uh, site.
1: It'll yeah. be called it'll be called only stop
2: <laughs> we can mm-hmm. get just hundreds of quarters, maybe nickels yeah. the more the more you pay A shiny the less <laughs>
1: so I know I said this last week, but holy shit this show is getting better and better and better, yeah and Kyle sent us a text message about what time was it 6:30? Roughly, Which I was already awake. Roughly, um Justin was still in hibernation. Mhm. 6:30 um, in the AM. That just said some in the AM basically said, you know, holy shit, this is a good one. And it, he is right. It did not disappoint. Like mm-hmm. at all. I was and I was
0: thoroughly pleased.
1: I think it confirms feeling... some of our theories. Mm-hmm. Go
0: ahead. I was going to say, you know, I left feeling very satisfied, um, but yet mm-hmm. yearning for more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I think that's the best way to put mm-hmm. it. Um, it. It confirmed a lot of our theories, and at the same time, I called Kyle last night because it disproved one, but I don't think it did the more I think about it now. And we'll get into that when we get into the episode. I still think my theory is right on Reed. Mm.
2: Um, I thought about that whenever they came in. Right. So, so be I don't know. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, and they've, they've come out and said this week, um, we still haven't gotten the reveal. Mm. We thought we've gotten the big reveal, but we haven't gotten it yet. So I have a feeling they're waiting till episode nine for that. Um, this episode entitled it's episode seven of WandaVision breaking the fourth wall. Kyle,
0: what's breaking the fourth wall. So the fourth wall is, um, it's a term that a lot of people think it actually comes from the sitcom setup up in universe, because when you're, when you're watching a sitcom, especially, um, like eighties and nineties it it kind of stopped after about the nineties, but your your basic typical like sitcom format is you see three walls of the house. If they're doing an interior shot, you got, you know, the back wall here here and the audience is the the fourth wall. Um so breaking the fourth wall is actually kind of coming out of character and addressing the studio audience, addressing the audience that's watching. Actually it goes back to uh um, even you know uh, theater productions and stuff because the front of the stage was kind of the fourth wall and anytime the actors address the audience outside of the story that's being portrayed in front of them then that's breaking that fourth wall and coming through
1: so in you guys' opinions who is probably the best known character comic character for breaking the fourth wall have
2: to be Deadpool, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's what I would say. Yeah. Deadpool's famous for that. I mean, if it, I think all three of us in our agreement, if you all have a different opinion and you'd know of one we didn't think of, because obviously we only thought of one, hmm. um, let us know because I'd be interested in seeing who else. But to me, Deadpool's the ultimate in breaking the fourth wall.
2: Yeah, or yeah. the Kool Aid because he breaks all kinds of walls. He does break all. First he's wall, like sometimes more than wall. three walls. Yeah, so fourth I, walls. They have to think about Kool-Aid Man as...
0: I don't know. The, the <laughs> homeowners Kool-Aid insurance man. premiums in Kool-Aid Man's hometown must be outrageous.
1: Oh, yeah! So, the Kool-Aid Man. Uh, touché, sir. Touché. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With that, let's get right into the episode. <clears throat> um... We have Wanda sitting there, and I don't know if I'm reading too much into this, but she's laying in bed just looking. To me, that's the look of someone who's depressed, Mm. just kind of laying there, just the way her eyes were. And I don't, you know, it could be that Marvel's got me so paranoid that everything matters. But her blankets were in the shape of hexes for me, the hexagons. Yeah. so i don't i don't know if that's intentional or not but if you look at it i mean it's actually they're hexes
0: yeah a little hex pattern overlaying. <laughs> two lane. of them
1: together right um and then you have wanda sitting there talking to the camera literally breaking the fourth wall at this point point. and she's talking about letting her fear and anger get the best of her and like you know we've all been there and she's sitting in this house, I mean, on this chair, and it looks very familiar to what show did you guys think of when you first saw this? If you hadn't have read anything, what would you have thought of?
2: You see the chair? I, I, with the chair, yeah. with the look and the, being in a house, I mean, it is modern family. Mm-hmm. I only watched, I think, the first couple seasons of it before I was like, I'm good but but it is definitely the mockumentary style um setup and how she's talking directly to and and do all that so right thought that yeah the opening credits uh wherever the the theme song and all that reminds mm-hmm. more of the office yeah but um yeah but that's definitely. also a mockumentary style mm-hmm. um so yeah but this this very first scene i was thinking modern family
1: right and- I'm with you. I I mean, we've literally only watched one episode of Modern Family. I don't know why. Uh, we never got into it, but it's one of those again goes back to episode 1 of for Kyle and I being the older nerd, you have good intentions of watching something. And then something else comes along and you just kind of forget about it.
0: You've so, watched I mean, one Kyle, more episode. You same? You've watched one more episode of Modern Family than I have, so. <laughs>
1: So, apparently, we're losers because apparently this show won a lot of awards. Um, it's probably overrated. Maybe we'll watch it. Maybe we won't. Yeah. I mean, I we're haven't ready. watched but it, so it's modern probably not family. good. But we're kind of – so, the first thing that stood out to me with this, with this was, yeah, I, I kind of agree, like, The Modern Family, The Office style. I also thought of, like, Christopher Guest movies. Hmm. Yeah I like st- uh, like a mighty, uh, mighty wind, um, best in show, all those. like it was very similar to me like that. It just a little more um, high budget, I guess you could say. That's kind of what I thought of. Um, and then the line that really, really stood out to me during her little opening monologue here was after she talked about the fear and anger getting the best of us, was the next line, intentionally expanding the borders of the false world we created. I think that's in direct correlation to what happened last episode where Wanda expanded the hex like infinitely. Like, it's not infinitely, but we don't know how far she's expanded it. So that line just, I don't know about you guys, that that just really just hit me just from the get go. Yeah. Um and then you guys feel free to jump in anytime. But then next thing we know, we see I'm assuming this is a flashback when the wall was the hex was expanding and the soldiers were running. I don't think that was recent, like in like happened in this episode. I think that was a flashback to last episode.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um Yeah, this so is right when he was
0: grabbing them and throwing kind of into the, the circus mix.
1: Right, right. Um. And then we see Billy and Tommy running, running in, and asking, "You know, Are you coming down?" Or our game's freaking out, and they have these controllers. I don't know what kind of controllers they were. Could you guys identify the controllers? They looked
2: kind of like Wii, like you, Switch, or Wii, you think some type of Nintendo? I think they're they're the original white.
1: Well, Hold on. Actually, yeah, it kind of looks like that with just the um with the little strap and stuff. Yeah i think that's i think you guys are right yep yep i actually had because i don't think i right don't think i don't think that was the switch controllers you know the little um what are they called
0: joy cons i have
1: them and i don't even know what they're called the joy cons that doesn't look like those look way too big to be a joy con doesn't it yeah i think i think it's what they the second one looks
0: like. these original like like these the original Wii, Wii. controllers okay.
1: If you all are listening to the podcast and want to know what we're talking about, um, look up Wii controller. W-I-I. Wii!
2: And then it looks like the GameCube is what it goes into the second one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So I'm it's thinking Nintendo must again. have paid them quite a bit for this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Can't even think about that.
1: <laughs>
2: and, then, uh, and then it well, switches
1: over to the Atari controller. The yeah. classic Atari, what is that, the 2600 controller, I believe? I think so. Um, but it's funny because if you look really close, the controllers are pixelating. They have the hex color around them, then they pixelate, which is more like the ending of WandaVision um, during the credits, that pixelation that we see. That's what I thought of. And then they switch from that to everyone's favorite single number game.
0: Best card game ever. Uno. Cards against humanity. Oh yeah, Uno.
1: <laughs> cards. <laughs> the twins are playing cards against humanity. That how <laughs> freaky would that be?
2: That would be the, hilarious. Uh, one game that's broken up more families than any other in the history of the world. Uno. Right.
1: Well, and I mean, <laughs> just like with our theme that that they're going along with for Wandavision, cards against humanity
2: would have been great.
1: God. We Disney, listen to us.
2: I don't think Disney could post any of the answers from Cards Against Humanity. No, oh, they, they would the ones them, that them. I write in. You write family-friendly ones
1: <laughs> for broken families. <laughs> um,
0: Eating a cupcake alone. <laughs> <laughs> next,
1: next thing you know, Wanda's hiding under the covers. The twins are there asking if she's asleep, and she's like, "I'm not asleep. She's just resting her eyes." So um uh, and i'll tell you guys something you know our family's dealt with depression before and this is just kind of hit home oddly similar to that's all classic signs of depression mm-hmm. right there tired not wanting to get out of bed and, you know it's not always transparent when you can see that um so you know definitely know something's going on if you if you all haven't experienced anyone in your family with depression or someone you know, then, you know, bless you. I hope you never do, but it's awful. And, you know, Wanda's trying to assure the kids that everything's fine. But if you notice, she's still not getting out of bed. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's, I mean, that kind of made me sad just watching this part. Cause like I said, it it hit kind of close to home. So I thought they did a really good job of, of how they did this scene.
2: Yeah, And it adds a whole nother layer to the character and to everything that she's going through and reacting. And you understand why she's reacting the way she does because of that depression. Right. And it's nice that they don't come out and say, you know, have the kids say, mommy, are you depressed? And mommy goes, I think so. And, you know, in the typical sitcom Disney style manner. Yeah. 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 But they're, they're definitely seeing it
1: that way. Right. And, and I I like how you put that cuz I didn't even think about it that way cuz sitcoms don't always shed this kind of stuff in the best light. Mhm. So
2: do, then they make it in the nice neat package of I was depressed uh, 14 minutes ago, but now everything's good in mm-hmm. credits. Definitely not how depression goes, for sure. Right,
1: right. So on next um, week's one
2: division. Yeah. They just
1: on next week's one division. Vision takes propicia. Um,
2: what's that? I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't
1: know. Yeah, <laughs> just look it up. You know
2: what? Oh, okay, you know what? Is it's Is it
0: noon yet? Because I don't even want to hear about you and all your hair.
2: <laughs> that was in no way directed at Kyle, but in every way it was. So, there you go.
1: So, if you uh heard that squeaking that was kyle's bottle of whiskey if you're not watching this video and the answer is no it's not noon but it's sure it's noon somewhere
0: i'm gonna wait 15 more minutes as the time of recording
1: (laughs) have another one your honor noon o'clock hits.
2: i'm really excited for the
1: what was that justin
2: excited for the end of this episode whenever we get to see whiskey kyle
1: just watch any one of his twitch streams yeah
2: that's
1: (laughs) that's the one he's mostly laying there like all limp and stuff Mm -hmm.
0: usually about you know whiskey several good glasses of whiskey and me trying to do viking stuff well chris calls me
1: and like he's just flopping around yeah so um then we have um billy was it Which one is the which one's Wiccan? I can't remember right now. Is it Billy or Tommy? It's Billy, wasn't it? I believe it's Billy. Speed is Tommy. Billy is Wiccan. Billy is
0: Wiccan. And how I remember that, Billy is like William, William W.W. Wiccan. You got it. You'll never forget it now. I like that. Yep. I like that. William Wiccan.
1: William Wiccan. So I like. Well, and if you look too like Tommy kind of has the Pietro hair, long hair. Like meant yeah. for flowing, like Justin like hair when when he's running. Um That never happens, by the way. Okay. So I I wasn't gonna say that, but if you're gonna just throw that out there, um Justin has to stand in front of the fan to get it to blow. Mm-hmm. Um but
2: there's a joke somewhere, but there it is but whiskey kyle has uh,
1: no whiskey kyle <laughs> whiskey Kyle's still a little limp um so billy starts talking about how his head hurts and it's really noisy which is a direct correlation to last episode when he heard vision mm. and that's one thing i don't think we ever addressed how was he able to hear vision and wanda wasn't because wanda supposedly has well we know she has telekinesis and like mystic powers the hex powers but i would assume that she also has in this universe at least um, telekinetic to be able to control these people like this so a, a tk Mutant would be able to hear vision, you would think, especially someone who she loved and had kids with. Would she need um, telepathic
0: to be able to, like, so telekinesis she can control, but telepathic you'd be able to read because, yeah. um, so right,
2: uh, things with egg, your mind, tele- yeah. I mean, it, I, yeah, Xavier, like Professor X was a yeah, telepath,
1: Xavier and yeah, Jean Gray, Grey telepath, Emma Frost. And in this universe, Wanda AKA has to Dottie. have some sort of telepathic control. So Emma, yeah. Emma Frost, <laughs> a.k.a. Dottie.
0: I'm throwing that out. I
1: think that's uh, I think I think you're right on that. I think she might be Dottie. But it's just it's just so weird. We haven't seen her since basically episode three.
2: Yeah. She makes or was a, it two? A very brief appearance, but she makes an appearance.
1: Right. Very just, put, just so briefly. I think she might play I think she might I think she plays a, a much bigger part in this too. Um we actually had a comment on the I don't know if you saw it, Kyle, on, on the Facebook asking about Dottie, what we thought about Dottie. I did not. So uh, why don't we go over that real quick? Yeah. So why don't we go over that real quick? I mean, Kyle thinks she might be Emma Frost. I'm basing that solely on she might be Emma.
0: Solely on Well, a lot of it's on physical appearance. She she has the look that could be that could be Emma. Um
1: are you talking the very refined look or are you talking like the blonde? A little bit of both. The blonde and like alabaster skin. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean a little bit of both. If if she plays any part, anything coming up that she looks like she would be cast to be uh Emma Frost. Um that that's really a lot of what I'm basing mine off of. I mean she well that and so in the episode with the, uh, the happy homeowners association thing that they've got going on they're sitting around at the poolside. <clears throat> she, she also seems to be very, she's very influential over, you know, that, that group of, of women. And so that, that could be some of that, uh, telekinesis and telepath power that, and just kind of showing a little bit there and, and, you know some things. I mean, we'll we'll talk about a little bit later. But I I think that um, you know, she may have been hiding out. She may have, you know her or Agnes may have been the one that that we were we was looking for. But I, I hope she's not a throwaway character. I hope Dottie's not a throwaway because she seems too cool in those first her first uh, couple of appearances to just be tossed aside later.
1: And I don't think she is. Like I said, I think she's gonna be a. I think she's gonna be a pivotal character because they wouldn't. She's the only one who had color to her before there was color.
2: Yeah, it's not like to have someone central like that and then just throw them away. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you know, we've talked about it many times that Marvel slash Disney are very careful about small little images and things on the wall and every you know so much that having something major like having a character that has major speaking parts and you know the first um you know color that emerges all of that i mean there has to be something there
0: yeah she was more than just you know Herb or um what was the guy in his in uh vision's office i forgot his name the one that he that he originally broke free
1: oh what is his name um I mean, John, I forget it was, uh,
0: but all, all those characters uh, were, co- were we'll
1: call them co-worker co-worker
0: one so all those guys were kind of all those characters were explained not explained away but they were explained you know when they, were, they had the roster of everybody with their driver's license and backgrounds and things so you, you have a a good background for those but, but Dottie wasn't on the board if I remember right Agnes wasn't on the board that right and
1: so there's right. there's
0: something with Dottie. There's something about Dottie.
1: There's something about Dottie. So do you think it's... Okay, so... Well, we're not going to talk about Agnes because we're going to talk about her later in the episode. A lot. But <clears throat> do you think that there's two different power sets going on? Could be.
2: Mystic um, versus mutant? Very possible. <clears throat> it could be that... It wasn't Emma Frost as we know her until she became part of Wandavision and she becomes Emma Frost that we know after the exposure and being part of Wandavision.
1: Are you talking because she's playing this character that's kind of like the upper cross, the snooty?
2: Right. Right. Yeah, that's
1: a good theory too. It, it, because you know, Emma's the very Emma Frost is the very refined character. She's got the breeding. She's part of the um hellfire society mm-hmm. um
2: and ultimately the leader of the x-men
1: right and she was uh emma was white queen i believe yeah because celine was the black queen she was the white queen um and that's not a reference to color that's just they had is the colors of the chess pieces basically that they reference the hellfire club because their their little pieces were pawns and then there was kings queens they had rooks Bishops, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, Justin, who do you think she is? You think she's Selene or not Selene? Uh, Emma, or do you think she's someone else? Mm. Like maybe Goop. It. I think a lot of people are
2: just on her being blonde, her being like upper crust acting, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Some attitude, which is all Emma Frost. And so, I haven't seen any. Uh, mannerisms i haven't seen anything that would make me think specifically emma frost but i think there, i think it's something and so that they cast the you know the um, uppity white blonde woman i think may have just been um of the day you know it was mm-hmm. it was the 50s and 60s and who was you know who was the regina george in the 60s well okay well, who's their Gina George and Mean Girls? You know, blonde upper crust. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if it's just typecasting as far as what they wanted that actress to be and act like, or if it was Emma Frost and it just happens to look the same. So I'm, I'm reserving my judgment. I, I think it definitely could be Emma Frost, but I'm reserving my judgment um until I see more from her because I just honestly haven't seen that much from her.
1: All right. So, well, there's our theories, gang, for the, for those who asked. Thank you for the question, by the way. Um, we love to hear from you guys. It gets us thinking. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, back to Billy. Billy's complaining that his head hurts. And, and then Wanda just kind of ignores him, just has her eyes shut, and just says, resting her eyes, like kind of basically go away. The twins look at each other and kind of run off.
2: Mm-hmm. And this is... And- he first sees um right before that when she's doing her cereal is when she first sees for herself that she can't control how the milk is changing just like how the boys um controllers are going and in the scene just prior to both of those she she admits you know uh, you know who hasn't had uh you know expanded the with a dead husband you know and all of that so she knows fully well right now that this isn't modern family or whatever. She knows what she did. She remembers. And I'm wondering if that is what's contributing, like that breakdown is what's contributing to losing control of the controllers, the milk, the the plants that we see, all of that.
1: Right. And, and she's, think so. she's really
2: coming into, as she's gripping with that reality, she's also gripping with the depression. And that depression directly leads from you know her realizing everything that's going on whereas if you looked, you know this first several episodes she wasn't depressed at all I mean she was happy she was bumbling around it was yay and so I'm wondering if all of this convergence of reality hitting um, depression hitting and that just makes the reality hit even harder and it's just this downward spiral now that she can't control even the almond milk to stay like regular milk or you know all of that
0: Right. You, think, you think this whole fourth wall breaking thing now that came about in this, so this comes about after, you know, I mean, she's made contact with outside of the Hex twice. She knows at, at this point, which I don't think we can see in now, but the, she knows she's being watched. She knows the events are being watched. Do you think she's trying to reach out in some way to whoever? Cry for help. Is, yeah, it's her cry for help, which would be very fitting for the
1: breaking yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah, I think it could be.
2: WandaVision credits, um, I think what you're saying in one of the scenes of the WandaVision credits, um, the modern family style, office style uh, credits, I think one of the the freeze frames definitely informs that that idea. So when we get there, I'll I'll pause it and tell you. Okay.
1: Wanda, basically, she's... Getting out of bed and she throws back the covers and she's still in her, um, what's that? Is that a brazier? In... A corset, like the, the the Scarlet Witch costume from the night before. Yeah,
0: she's still in her Halloween. Like almost Get up,
1: like almost like the walk of shame. Just she, you know, got in, went straight to bed, didn't have the energy to change. Yeah. And uh, did you guys notice that they played some like some sort of comical music at that point too like kind of like a like a sitcom i thought of like um curve your enthusiasm when they've kind of played that that music and then you know wanda realizes she's still in the same costume and we switch back to the kids they're fighting over the controller which is turned back normal again so something's going on we just don't know what and wanda comes down doesn't really say anything to the kids just kind of puts her her hand up and um the kids just kind of shrug and she goes to the refrigerator so do you guys think she opens it there's the almond milk it's the Westview dairy which has been consistently in every episode as well do we think that this Westview Dairy plays a sinister role in anything? Or it's just the milk place? We
0: just a, I think it's just the milk place. Continuity thing. Um, I did notice... Kind of keep it the same. Yeah. That apparently Westview has a Walmart because I noticed the uh, great value apple juice in the back. There's, there's more...
1: Oh yeah, there is in there. There's more
0: actual name brand stuff in the fridge this time. I mean, you have the great value stuff. You have Canada Dry Ginger Ale. You have Maxwell House Coffee. And so um looks like probably Diet Coke up there. But there's, like, actual real-life name brand stuff, not one-divisionized Westview products. Thanks so for
2: that. Some- could go into the sinister... Great value, owned by Walmart. Very sinister. Mm-hmm. Westview. I mean, I, I see where you're there going. There it is. The whole, yeah. the whole thing. We just cracked uh, it. I think.
1: But well, I still shop at Walmart.
2: Some sinister ideas with the dairy farm, especially if you ask my wife about when I eat dairy. Uh, it's very sinister.
1: Mm-hmm. Woo, Jimmy. Woo, 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 <laughs> woo. woo! Uh, so wanda's you know getting basically making some cereal and um she's listening to the radio she's doing this did you guys catch the name what the radio station was Mm -mm. wnda wanda nice i did not catch that yeah and then there um yeah like justin was saying the milk carton's changing um did you notice what? Okay, notice what the cereal was called, right? Sugar snaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know? Did you see what their mascot was? Freaking clown. Yeah, it's a yeah. clown.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fond so of I think, that.
1: I I think that goes. No, I'm not either. But I think that goes in with the whole theme of what happened to the SWORD agents.
0: It's, a, it's all a big circus now, because she's losing control. Uh,
1: yeah. right. And then I could not. I tried pausing it so many times to figure it out. If you look on the back of the melt carton, there's a picture of someone and it's missing, mm-hmm. but we never get a clear view of who it is.
2: Ooh, and it's some little boy, some little child. I paused and went back and forward and tried to figure it out. And there's, it covers up any name. It just mm-hmm. missing and has the, the picture of a, a boy, probably two, two years old, three years old, something like that. So I'm, I'm wondering if that's something to do with Pietro. That was my first idea was, um, you know, whoever Pietro is, was done missing. something, even though there's a huge age difference in that. Um, but we is haven't there... any any other males, especially boys, uh-huh. show yet, so I, I couldn't figure that and out. Kids
0: do have a tendency to have. age up, so.
1: Yeah, and i don't know i i'm i'm at a loss for this one just i can't figure this one out because there's i mean the clue's there but there's not enough to give us anything else to go on obviously it means something we just don't know what yet um again she puts the melt down then it goes to like the 50s melt in the bottle <clears throat> um and then wanda you know is looking at the camera again fourth wall it's like i'm not sure what that's about it's just just a case of the mondays and she chuckles and then said am i right and then it goes to the opening which Justin pointed out is very office like yeah i really like the opening i did too it's i mean would would this be more office or modern family opening i think maybe it's a combo It's more office to me I,
2: yeah, I I would say Office just because I'm not 100% familiar with <laughs> Modern Family opening. So I guess I could watch it and find out, but if that would take too much. I don't know.
1: <laughs> that take effort.
2: Um. So look at uh, 4 minutes and 17 seconds if you have your time frames on that. Yeah, I'm getting there. Because it's all this opening is just Wanda, Wanda. and So it's on a cake. It's spelled out in peanuts. It's on magnets, on the fridge.
1: The cut letters.
2: It has uh, cut out letters of Wanda. And then at 417, it comes out to this big um, cutout that looks like a ransom note uh, for those that... That's what it does look like. Uh, to where it's different letters that are cut out all put together. And it says, I know what you are doing, Wanda. So it starts out with Wanda cut out letters and then comes out to big, I know what you are doing, Wanda. Um, and then just it's only just a split second, uh, and if you don't pause it, you really don't register it, and it goes to more Wandas and Wandas and Wandas. Wow, and um, that,
1: I didn't catch that. I didn't either. Wow. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, I so
1: hmm, I, I did catch the bottom of the keyboard that spelled out Wanda, which means some little bastard took popped the keys off and rearranged them.
0: I thought the uh you the would... VHS was the uh, master. Tape right, the master mm-hmm. Wanda, and then the uh, license plate. Where's the license plate at?
1: It, yeah, it had some numbers one two two something over. Yes, yeah, it.
0: uh, that's Stanley's birthday.
1: Oh, is it really? Twenty two. Oh. I had to look that God one up. Blesses, his... but God rest in peace, Stanley. Um, that's cool. Who do you so? Think... There's also mm-hmm.
2: who do you think? Because it's Wanda putting this together. So is this Wanda saying to herself, I know what you are doing? Because she's already referenced at the very beginning of this episode everything that she has done. So, Or do you think this is uh, someone, think- you know, Monica, uh, Captain Rambo, is this reminiscent of her or is this, uh, what, what do you think?
1: I think it's some sort of outside interference
2: right now it doesn't seem like wanda is necessarily crying for help she's not necessarily saying i can't control what's happening i know what you're doing wanda to herself she's fully embracing what she's done Mm -hmm. yeah and she can't help what's happening and certain things changing um so i think she knows full well so i don't think this is from wanda to wanda Mm -mm. i think it that definitely supports the idea that it's something from the outside
1: and I don't I don't necessarily think it's sinister either. Mm-hmm. I think this is trying to get to Wanda. So I mean, could it, it be Dottie?
2: Yeah, or Vision. I mean, that's what happens in this last episode episode is vision is really starting to learn everything that Wanda's doing. So if this is Wanda Vision opening, this would be the one part where Vision is saying, I know what you're doing, Wanda.
1: Right. So next thing we know, we're at the sword encampment that's
2: Oh, there's one other little thing in the uh the oh,
0: intro that I just caught. So there was, you know, it's wanda wanda wanda. There was also a fish bowl. Little goldfish in it that had uh you know one and so I just wonder if that was the fish's name, if that's just what the fish is called. Or if that was or do you fish? think that this...
1: gold that goldfish is trapped inside a bowl, kind of like the residents right now?
0: I just thought it was a fish called Wanda. So, <laughs> uh,
1: oh. ah, ah, good one.
2: Did not even put two into the. Game. I didn't either. Good That'd one, good. dude. There's uh, the calendar, there's a... but the heart is circled on the tenth. But if you remember that first episode, it was on the twenty third. Don't know if that means anything, but it's ah,
0: interesting. I got something with that. Uh, I'm glad oh. you. Well, possibly. So we're we're told nine episodes, right? Or eight?
1: Nine.
0: Nine. So yeah, because I've, I've, we're on
1: seven. There's two I've, left.
0: I've read several times that there may actually be. And I think we may have brought this up an actual tenth, like a secret episode.
1: Yep, there so. that we brought that up last episode. There's rumored to be a tenth episode.
2: So, take said, that for what we, it is, it makes sense that because uh, uh, the next show that's up is. Um, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and there's mm-hmm. a week um, layover, if you will, or two week uh, period in between the last episode of WandaVision right now and the episode then. So if there was a mysterious tenth, that means that there would be new content every week,
0: right? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> and there's been talk yeah. about that with documentaries and things that are coming out this week, like Marvel's kicking out something every week this year mm-hmm. for the rest of the year, which means.
1: Nerkeys forever. Ah. Yeah, I, you bastards don't sound too depressed about it. Um, well, did you even? <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 Kyle. Did you even wait till noon? <laughs> it's twelve
0: oh nine. I only poured a little bit. <laughs> it's only a little bit of whiskey.
1: It's, man, a, it's, it's fine. It's just a little bit.
0: It's good uh, though. What what kind are you drinking? I'm still working on that bottle I got the other night. The uh, it's called the Sexton single malt Irish whiskey distilled in copper pots.
1: Ooh. Ooh, smooth.
0: Got a little kick to it, but it's it's uh it's it's pretty smooth.
1: Uh Sexton, if you want to sponsor us, we will uh, promote your product too.
0: Mm-hmm. Just keep sending me bottles.
1: That's all that's all he needs.
0: That's all that's all I want. <laughs>
1: So, um, from there we look and we hit back to, um, the sword encampment. Um, it's eight miles outside of Westview at this point now, where before they were literally like hundreds of feet outside of Mm -hmm. the hex.
0: Where does it look like? What does their sitting look like where they're at right now?
1: The city or where they're they're
0: at? Where they're at, where they're set up at.
2: It looks like rural Oklahoma. That's so what it looks like to me because you got rolling hills. You got, yeah, it does.
0: <clears throat> you have great, You have feed silos, which you would mm-hmm. find on a farm. Possibly a dairy farm. Oh, oh
1: God.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was Boom. flipping. I was throwing it out there, and I was wiggling it around, flipping the little lure. I'm like, come on, just take a little nibble, Chris Fish. Hmm.
1: And Chris Fish was just like, what? what? Huh? <laughs> Squirrel. <Ooh. laughs> Squirrel? But yeah, oh, yeah. That could be the dairy farm. Hmm.
0: I'm just curious why, is there a reason from the lore and stuff that New Jersey would be important? No. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's cows. I
1: mean, yeah, there, I mean, there's lots of stuff that happens in New York, New Jersey area in the comics, but you're also talking like 60 plus years of history. So, I mean, it you know pick something.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the next thing they're sitting there, there's a lady <clears throat> standing the road looking at the hex, and you see cows. That's the dairy farm calling it,
1: calling it, it. Well, and then you know, uh, uh, Commander Richard.
2: Director Dick.
1: Director Mm -hmm. Dick um, asks what's happening with the broadcast. And the scientist lady, we think she's a scientist who happened to be with him in the car last time as they were escaping. She said, dead air, the signal's gone, which means they don't know what's going on inside right now at this point. Um, And then he said, make sure the team has everything they need. We launched today. So he's planning something. We don't know what, but he's planning something big. And then I don't know if you guys caught it, but the hex looks even more ominous at that point,
0: too. And so you it can looked, actually. What was that? Looks like a hex. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what going to say. You can see the lines. You can see the, yeah. the angles. Or before
1: you couldn't. Um, and I thought, if you noticed, the clouds over were just freaking awesome, too. And if you notice, yeah. it was only over the hex.
2: So yeah, it looks like the clouds are in the hex as well as, so it's <laughs> encompassing weather okay. everything side this.
1: Right, because the rest of the sky is blue when you look at um, director Dick over his head. Tyler. Mm-hmm. Dick. Next, next thing you know, we see Vision on the ground waking up. Um, this is one of
0: the most terrifying scenes in the whole show for me
1: it really is um <clears throat> he sees all the clowns he sees all the converted sword agents and visions just sitting here going what on earth is going on then he has a um the strong man and isn't this the guy who was the number two that that guy who's the strong man wasn't he the dude that um watched darcy pick up the computer he was her handler basically yeah Okay, yeah. and that's him. And he's still a dick as a strong man.
0: With that slick back hair, thinking he's cool.
2: Yeah. I do like Peace. the onesie though.
1: You like, like the what the what?
2: The onesie he's wearing? Yeah. Oh. Like are you st-
1: gonna get are you gonna get one?
2: Singlet. Uh I do have the Borat style uh mankini, so maybe with just a little bit of tweaking that I could do that for sure. You're gonna add is... some material, definitely. Everything,
0: everything at the circus is is of a different time frame than the rest of Westview right now because the vehicles are yep. older. The <clears throat> this is know, like a nineteen old... twenty circus, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, not
1: it wouldn't be eighteen hundreds. Um, turn of the century circus, nineteen. But I, I'm thinking
0: like roughly fifties, sixties. I'm just gonna model the. Yeah, the model of the truck and the
2: cars are 40s to look at the 60, car 70. Darcy's in front of. That's definitely not a 50s. Oh, 60. yeah, that's
0: that's old. I like yeah, the newest, yeah. newest looking one is probably that that Dodge truck.
2: But it made me if you think look all of the, the street <clears throat> outside. It made me think of a little bit of American Horror Story whenever they did their circus, uh, their yeah. carnival. And also, if you guys ever watch, yeah,
1: yeah, the hell
2: of yep. that season. But yeah. The HBO show Carnival, if you ever watched that.
1: Yes, love that show.
2: Very much a feel of that as well.
1: Yeah. Um, so that car that she's in front of is definitely a fire truck. You can see the ladders, and if you look behind her, there's here's what I didn't get. It looks like a sticker on the grill of the modern fire. Um, I don't know a lot about firefighting, so I can't tell you if if it's changed that symbol or you know, morphed over the years but it's on right above one of the headlights. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and again, uh, Justin brought this up. We see Darcy. She is the, what is she? The escape artist, the escape woman. And she's sitting there in chains, very Harry Houdini-like with handcuffs and everything. Uh,
2: she wanted to be Harry.
1: She did. She did want to be Harry. And um, then she's talking to the camera and she says, I didn't want this gig, to be honest. And she said, it's not, It doesn't really speak to my skill set. So I think in some way, she's still Darcy. Mm -hmm. She's still in there. Like that quick wit and that sarcasm. She's still in there, which means Wanda isn't. To me, this shows that Wanda has expanded it so much. Now that we see this going along with the melt, like maybe she's too expanded right now. She has her. Her conscience over too much right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of what I thought.
0: i us trying to look up stuff on that cross
1: <clears throat> on the fire.
0: Yeah, it's uh, like <clears throat> a variation of the Maltese cross, which has been around forever.
1: But... And then, uh, and then of course the um, <clears throat> very Marvel putting in for excuse me, excuse <clears throat> <you know, clears> me, <throat> Marvel putting in a joke, you know darcy put in for the bearded lady but this alabaster complexion wasn't fooling anyone just you know just the marvel jokes um then we see vision do you guys remember what happened to this scene what she said to him
2: he called him a creeper he called him a creeper thinks uh he's hitting on her because he's like we locked eyes we had this unspoken
1: we had this moment
2: um hard pass yeah <laughs> which i thought was great kyle tell us what's like says that to you yeah what's what what's it like when a girl says that to you chris and i wouldn't know
0: no hard pass (laughs) Um,
2: actually say that
0: i mean when it happens i'll
2: let you know okay oh come back sir great comeback
1: so (laughs) next thing you know (laughs) darcy breaks the chains like they're nothing like the handcuffs, the chains, just everything. They just kind of come off, which is awesome, which I think shows her skill set personally. Mm-hmm. Um Like, so, you know, we're back in the house and Wanda's asking, have you guys seen your dad? And uh Billy asks, you know, do you want to look for him? And what did she say? What did Wanda say?
2: If, if he doesn't want to be here, then I can't. I don't, want him, I don't want to make him, or if he can't be here, it's his choice. Something like that, yeah. He doesn't want to right. be here. There's nothing I can do about it.
1: Which means this is the first sign that, we, that there's trouble between Wanda and Vision. This episode, we know that there's been friction in the past couple of episodes, but this is the real first sign that something's actually wrong. And to me, at this point, this said to me, she's pissed at him. She doesn't want him home.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I see what the kids were playing. If I can pause <clears throat> right,
2: but I mean, she did expand the hex to save him. Right. So I think she necessarily has ill will, wants him never to show up again. But in typical relationship style, you're not always going to agree with what the other person says or does. So I think it's it's just showing another layer of the relationship that they have. So any idea what that game was?
0: I'm trying to my uh pause the frame game isn't as good as it used to be. Uh, space looks space. like it's some space game it looks very generic. If you guys
2: know what it is. It's probably um the Tie Fighter, what's the Squad Rogan uh or Rogue Squadron? Rogue Squadron. It has to be something Disney of course, you know. So yeah, X-Wing.
1: X-Wing Rogue Squadron.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Looks like they're having a really nice five-day forecast, though.
1: Yeah, it looks great. It, I would love that forecast.
0: There's a slight chance of clouds.
1: Um, okay. <clears throat> the next on. thing you know, <laughs> the, the twins asked, um, Billy asked, and it, is it me or is Billy the one who's always asking questions? Mm-hmm. You never really hear Tommy asking questions.
0: Tommy doesn't give a shit. He's happy just to be wherever. Billy... Tommy don't give a shit. Tommy don't give a shit.
1: (laughs) Tommy don't care. Um, is basically the honey badger. He really is. He's the honey badger of the Maximals. Mm -hmm. Um, I said, Uncle P said that thing about re-killing dad. And this is a pivotal line I think in this episode is when she snapped at them and said don't believe anything that man said he is not your uncle Mm -hmm. Wanda knows on some level and I think she was suspicious last episode but this just kind of cements it yeah
2: and that she really didn't know and she did not bring him back so there's another force that's out here at work Um, but we just don't know who it is or what it is what's going on it
0: shows how powerful that force is to have basically an imposter come in and she didn't immediately boot him out like she went along with it Mm -hmm. right I mean they Um, had some conversation and so that's a pretty strong force over her whatever is causing that right probably not and, Mephisto, but
1: hey eh, hold on
2: there's no mefesto
1: we'll get there um Mephisto,
2: so, no mm.
1: Mefest, yes mm. um there are a couple po- signs to that when we get to there i will i will point them out shocker uh, you shut your <laughs> mouth you shut your beautiful mouth um wanda's telling the boys you think that your mom you know to us you know your parents have all the answers that's always the thing with little kids and wanda's breaking i think that breaking another wall telling the boys i don't have any answers i don't know what's going on which means everything's kind of she's losing control i don't know if this is a metaphor for she's losing control of her reality or her grasp on sanity i mean it could be both
0: yeah, and she's having that classic mom breakdown moment, which I'm sure we've probably all seen mm-hmm. either with our own moms or, you know, kids, moms or whatever. Like you see that breakdown and as as a kid, it's kind of spooky. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. mom's losing her shit. Something bad's gonna happen. We need to, you know, kind of, I'm gonna assume Billy probably knows to give her some space. Tommy is probably not going to really help the situation any at all.
1: It's a Creepy Tommy. Tommy I don't it,
2: give a shit. Anyone <laughs> that has kids old enough to ask questions has been in this position to where sometimes you break the fourth wall as a parent. You know, mm-hmm. you this idea uh, or the kids have this idea and you kind of have this idea of I'm going to project this image of uh, strength of knowing of love of all of this and sometimes we have to break the fourth wall and just be like I don't know uh, no. I, I have no clue um, and I think it again it's it's really smart in the writing in this episode that's talking about breaking the fourth wall she's doing that as well in her own life with parenting with uh, with vision with a lot of her own depression and so i think it just shows even deeper idea of her breaking this fourth wall and what's doing to her mentally uh-huh. i mean
0: we, we got kids i'm sure we've all been there where you finally hit that little breaking point of where you have to kind of not necessarily shatter that illusion you know because kids look up to you and they think that you're this all-knowing whatever up until they're almost teenagers but you finally hit that moment where you have to be like i don't I'm sorry. I don't know why clouds are called clouds. I don't know. I don't know these things, you know. And
1: we've all uh, been there. Yeah. If you haven't been there, you'll get there.
0: You'll get there. You'll get Just there. hang
1: out with any little kid for any given point in time.
0: Or Chris. Or, or me. Chris. Why? I disappointed Chris so many times with the lack of why? things he thinks I know.
1: <laughs> why?
0: Can I block you? Can I? Why I can't meet him, I can't block over him. Why we're just <laughs> why I'm twitching right uh-uh. now. I'm getting a twitch.
2: <laughs> Eddie, Chris, stop.
1: Oh so um the next thing you know, you know, Wanda's kind of having that breakdown. She's like, Maybe i I went a little too dark there, they'll be fine. You know, one of my favorite lines from this was visions made of vibranium. They literally inherited tough skin.
2: It was awesome.
1: Thing. It was great. I mean, that's not what the vibranium does when it comes to emotional, but it was still a great line nonetheless. And then Wanda sits down and, um, does the doorbell ring or did someone knock? I think it rang, didn't it?
2: Yeah. And she opened it with her powers.
1: She, yeah. Tommy's little bastard, I don't give a shit, uh, spread to Wanda and, you know, she didn't care that her powers opened it. Yep. And then she said, Hi, Agnes, come in. She knew it was Agnes from the get go. And then here's another sign of depression. I'd get up, but I just don't want to. And she started laughing and kind of dropped the remote. And then Agnes gives that very classic sitcom look where, you know, the ha, 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 and looks at the camera. <laughs> um. And then I heard. So Agnes's lines were on point with this episode. Like mm. um, I'm glad I got there when I, I did because she was one split in a way from cutting her own bangs. <laughs> like I loved that.
2: Such a great line.
1: And I just I love Agnes. I love her character.
2: She's not wearing um, a brooch either. She's,
1: no.
0: Got like a Fitbit but on. But
1: like. I wonder if it's in the Fitbit. You know, it's, it's probably the clock she's face. Always got it on her. It
2: yeah. pro- <laughs> The sweater wallpaper over. for for watch. So you it know. could be on her shirt, even with her sweater over
1: it. Right. Um, and then she said, "You know, come with me." And Wanda's like, "I get an afternoon alone." She's so happy. She's like, Bo- boys, just go, I'll be fine. Just go with Agnes. And Agnes goes, I promise I won't bite. And then here comes another classic Agnes line when she looks at the camera. She goes, I actually did bite a kid once. <laughs> and then just does that smile and yes. looks at the camera. So I thought that was great. I love that yeah. line. I did too. I just thought it was funny as I hell. Mean, I don't <laughs> know
0: about Justin, but I love anything Agnes. I can't speak for him.
1: Oh, I,
2: <laughs> but you, you did call dibs last episode. So I'm, I'm backing off. I did because uh, I called dibs on Wanda in her uh Scarlet Witch outfit. Mm-hmm. But I I think that i was trying to rethink we, my
0: dibs though. but uh, when we get to the end of this.
2: Well, I was gonna say if if our speculation's right and Agnes is who we think she is, then the eating of children is very much the biting and eating of children is very much within the lore of who our speculation of agnes is mm-hmm. and so i thought it's pretty telling leading up to uh the end of this episode
0: which would also mean she's you know a lot older than we think she is she means like early bird specials discounts well, on car think insurance she's agatha, i, pro- think I she's probably get the
1: heartness yeah
0: yeah now i'm gonna i'm gonna keep my dibs
1: because well in, in the lore agatha harkness is one of the she survived the salem witch trials mm-hmm. so i mean What's up? Put her 400 years old at least.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, all kinds of senior two, discounts. Yeah, the two things they love to eat are children and I of Newt.
1: <laughs> oh, mm, I got that in my shake. Yeah. Not sure. um,
0: <laughs> She's down at the, the local Westview Herbalife asking to throw a little Eye of Newt in her shake so she can plow through the day with all there's kinds a of great,
2: energy. Yeah, there's a great Simpsons where the um, Bouvier sisters. Uh, Patty and Selma uh, witches and they ran out of Eye of Newt and they're like always Eye of Newt everything's Eye of Newt
1: so, I remember that that's awesome
2: one. good Simpsons throwback there
1: um, I don't know so that basket that's behind Wanda I couldn't tell if that's a printing or if that's like some sort of wicker basket you know woven and of course I'm reading it because we know that this directly leads into Doctor Strange mm-hmm and Doctor Strange has the crimson bands of uh, Ceterac, and that's what he used on Thanos. So I didn't know if this is like intentionally saying, you know, this is like a mystic, like Easter egg, or if it's just literally just a basket that's woven that they put in there because they thought it looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of what I thought.
2: Well, it could could be that Billy made it because he's into wicker, so he's going later because so, w- he's wicking. And it could be. It's a wicked right. basket. There you go.
1: Hey, hey, oh, hey, hot take, Jimmy. Woo! <laughs> um, so then they talk about, like, uh, Agnes talking about there's not a mole on her body basically and starts pulling up her shirt, and then Wanda just looks just frightening. Yeah, frightened
2: well, as if there's anything i can do for you and she goes oh well actually i've got to have the suspicious mole if you could look at and that's yeah that look
1: well and is that the witch mark because if you go by lore witches have that birthmark that's a it's a witch's mark
0: Hmm. oh didn't know that
1: yeah if you go by lore um but then i thought this was really interesting when agnes just looked at and goes ah oh, boundaries i get it like, there's certain boundaries that you don't want to cross. Mm-hmm. Is that a metaphor for the show? We'll find out here. Or the hex Ooh.
0: itself. The hex. Right. The, yeah.
1: Um, Agnes takes him out, you know. And then she's, she's talking about, uh, you know, if one of you could take a look. She's trying to get the boys to look now at this point. Um, Justin would gladly be like, I'll look. hmm Mm-hmm. Mole, molly, molly. mole, and then Wanda's watching TV, and then the plant and the fireplace start changing, and the chair and the TV too, wasn't it? Yeah, and the yeah,
0: TV. Like everything
1: starts going. And if you notice, even the TV announcer or the reporter changes too. She changes everything back, and she keeps going. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. She says, "I'm fine." like eight times.
0: I thought it was cool you could see her reflection in the TV when it changed the old timey, older timey yeah. TV.
1: That was awesome. Um next thing you know, we see the sword vehicle changing. Um and it's Jimmy and Monica. And he said, hey, she was right. Uh or you know Darcy got through the last firewall, right? And they're discussing what happened and Jimmy said Tyler wasn't decommissioning Vision. He was trying to weaponize him. He's trying to put him back, which could lend theory to or lend um, backing to my theory that maybe they're trying to turn Vision Vision into a Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to bring Ultron back. Um, so Wanda stole, you know. Wanda stole Vision back, and now two and two come together of why Hayward wants Vision back so bad. He wants his weapon back. He wants his living weapon back. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was, you know, and then Jimmy's immediate reaction is someone has to tell Wanda. They're not worried about her state of mind right now. They just wanted to tell Wanda at that point because they hate director Dick. Mm Mm-hmm. You think there might be
0: more going on here. Okay. So vision doesn't remember anything. Right. Wanda, we assume that she remembers, but she's mm-hmm. never, has she made any references to life before Westview other than, I mean, anything that just made it seem like she knows what's like, she has past memories other than she loves vision and she wants to be happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Last episode
0: yeah okay yeah, yeah she did with ultron and all that okay never mind then mm-hmm. scratch
1: yeah. that theory
2: and then I'll, yeah. And episode two yeah the pietro and saying um do you remember when and he said hey you're testing me aren't you yeah, yeah.
1: okay and and the uh, halloween costumes and all that
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah that went off on
0: a thing okay
1: so they pull up and and monica goes you know we're here and they're there to um it's Major Goodner. That's who they're meeting. So I How, did cry because that was not Reed Richards. It's How
0: excited were you seeing them pull up to this? Oh, makeshift I got camp.
1: goosebumps. I had goosebumps. But here's the thing. So when we get through this part here, I'll tell you, but it's, I still don't think, I think Goodner was just delivering this. I don't think she's the engineer. Hmm. I think we're st- we've still yet to meet the, the engineer, the mechanical engineer, the aeronautical engineer. Um, I still think we might still see Reed Richards or maybe Riri Williams or someone. But I think it might be Reed. So I've still got that hope, that possibility.
0: You hang on to that hope.
1: I am going to, to hang on to that hope. Because then I'm gonna rub your face in that hope if I'm right. I hope you're right.
2: My hope, I hope is I hope, hope right you're right. Too. If that happens, Kyle and I will be doing the nerky that week. So. Yeah, so
0: I, I can't. I don't think I can deal with the fallout of you not being right about this this
2: actual thing here.
1: I will be sad.
2: <laughs> if, I can't deal with if, the sadness that would be coming. If Reed Richards and Mephisto show up in the same episode, like every 30 seconds, you'd be like, "Hey guys, you know I'm right, right?" Hey guys, you know I'm right,
1: right? You know what it's gonna be, it's gonna be I'm not gonna be able to get out of my chair for about an hour yeah. if I'm right on those. If they Blanko. both show
0: up, whatever episode, if they both show <laughs> up, whatever episode Textbook. they have, I'm I'm turning my phone off because I won't be able to handle it. Ding, ding,
1: ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I was right. Hey, told you guys, look, look who's on the thing. Uh, I was so right. Yeah, so I'm gonna find some way to get into your phones and change your backgrounds. To Mefesto and Reed Richards and just me in front going. <laughs> um, so they're they're talking to Major Goodson. It's Major Goodson, wasn't it? I believe I so. Captain, Captain. Or was captain. it Captain? I can't remember. The only captain.
2: captain is Monica.
1: Monica, okay.
2: That pretty singular for certain reasons, you know. Right
1: um it's major major goodner well she said let me show you what we brought you and monica thanks her at this point too for being loyal to her mother there's still a faction within sword that's loyal to photon um her mother so which was no. which is kind of refreshing because you know at this point i just thought that sword's just kind of a bunch of evil evil dicks <clears throat> well, and the thing is, I don't even think they're evil. I think they're just trying to look out for the Earth from these supernatural extraterrestrial threats, you know? And so they're doing what they have to do. They brought out this... Uh, it looks like a very, very spacey, like, moon rover to me um, that they brought out for Monica.
0: So are you thinking that that sword, of even Captain Dick, like have good intentions? I think so. Well, I mean, not to feed into well, not, your thing, but they yeah. they say you know that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Good
1: intentions, right? Right. No and I mean that could road. be it. <laughs> Dick. Don't
2: um. don't help him, Kyle.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had to.
2: Yeah, him a little but, bit there.
1: No, that is that is a good one. Um, next thing we know, we're back at the circus. <clears throat> and did you guys catch the X Men reference on this first girl? Hmm, I did not. The one on the unicycle.
0: Uh, let me go back to her here because I'm a <clears throat> little bit ahead. Were you at unicycle, lady? Like a phoenix, almost.
1: Yeah.
2: So Jean Grey.
1: No, no i think it's more well i mean it could be phoenix i didn't even think of phoenix um firestar uh, okay firestar i mean her it's the same coloration same kind of costume basically the hair is basically the same so i thought it was firestar a mm. uh, uh, throwback to firestar
0: really analyzing who, these scenes now like really who is
1: <clears throat> who is a mutant I mean, how scary would
2: it be if Wanda creates a whole race of mutant clowns?
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Shit, man. Don't even. They're
1: they're like the Morlocks, except they just travel around in a circus tent.
0: Uh, I don't even want that thought in my head.
1: (laughs) They all go around going, Hey, Kyle. (laughs) 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 Come here. I want to honk your nose. (laughs)
2: Be careful, Kyle's going into his shell. He's no, going- he
1: did. He just disappeared.
2: He's uh, he's going to his happy place. Yeah, that uh, doesn't involve clowns.
0: Clowns are not allowed in the happy place.
1: And then, you know, here you have Vision following Darcy saying, you know, trying to convince her that they know each other. And then she basically says, fine, I'll go out with you, but I'm ordering the lobster. And she goes to walk off. You know, she's still in character, but she's still her. Mm-hmm. Um. And then this mime's in the back, like trying to carry something, and he's like, "Look, that mime's carrying something too heavy." And <laughs> I, I love this part because Darcy goes, "Oh, you're bad back." <laughs> and then Vision does the, the zap to her brain, and then boom, guess who's back?
2: Normal Darcy. Uh, I love this line that she has. that you know, part of me secretly wanted to be a guest spot or have a guest uh, show. Yes.
1: Ah but seriously
2: that sucked
0: because she was she was fangirling the
2: the whole one division fake tv show pretty hard yeah and like when monica came out of it she was like i'm i'm monica or captain rambo and she's like i know i'm such a big fan (laughs) so yeah she's definitely fangirling this entire thing love it
1: um and the next thing you know, the strong man—you know—they're they're talking, and he's like, "What's your name?" And she says, "Darcy Lewis." So you know she's back.
0: Yeah. Um, and she she gives him a good old, you know, the old right hook.
1: Yeah. She uh, he you know he's like you know you're going on stage, and then he grabs her, and then yeah, she gives him the right hook, and Vision, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like I cracked up at that part.
2: But it it shows that. Wanda is not controlling Vision the same way that's controlling everyone else because he says I have questions and Darcy says I have answers, and that's whenever they take off like uh, Old Man Logan and um, Hawkeye in the Spider-Mobile. Um, in
1: Old Man Logan,
2: yeah, Old Man Logan uh, reference there, but yeah, they take off for their road trip, buddy, buddy road trip, but it's it's showing that. Uh, vision is not part of this, even though he is because he doesn't have the memories and all of that.s I think it's such a um, a cool way to watch, to write vision because he's he's still vision. He still has you know a pure heart that can lift the yourner, um you know that that um, wants to do what's best, tried to help to get out of the hex to help the people that are inside of it um but yet he's still a product of this because he has to stay inside the hex and he has to figure out what's going on right. and the yeah. question was are my kids okay so it's not uh about himself but it's constantly about other people um so I, I i love the way that they're writing vision in this
1: right it's i agree i agree wholeheartedly um next thing you know they drive off in the little uh, corn corndog mobile and we see Wanda sitting on the couch again, just enjoying her time off.
0: It was actually a, the, a funnel cake truck called the Funnel of Love,
1: but <laughs> ironically, was also the uh, name of Kyle's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: but man, if there was a if there was a food truck that only did funnel cakes, I would so Run it out. be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would live off funnel cakes if I could,
1: which is amazing. I love um, so, Wanda's, you know, smiling. Then the next thing you know, her house starts going nuts again. That uh, Everything in the house starts changing. We see hex powers. Everything starts changing. You see um, wallpaper be going up, and you can see through the house at one point. Um, the yeah. stairs start changing back to, like, the 70s stairs. And then that damn stork's there. hmm And then not there. And Wanda's sitting on the couch just literally saying, I don't understand what's happening. And you can tell she genuinely doesn't know what's going on and why it's falling apart.
0: You think the stork just kind of disappearing is a little bit of foreshadowing for this episode?
1: I do.
2: Hmm. So what could it be foreshadowing? Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there.
1: (laughs) So... And then all of a sudden, you know, Wanda's talking to the camera on the ca- on the chair again, and then all of a sudden we hear the interviewer say, do you think maybe this is what you deserve? Mm-hmm. Which is just weird. Because A, who would say that to someone? And then B, Wanda's face was just, what the hell's going on? And she's like, what? Are, you know, are, I don't understand what's happening here. It. And she says, you're not supposed to talk. Which means... Is the fourth wall actually the fourth wall? Who is the interviewer?
0: Mm-hmm. Don't say Mephisto.
1: Um, I think it's Aladdin. Ooh.
2: that would be an interesting crossover.
1: Be fun. Then uh, we get he in.
0: Show her a whole new world.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on his magic carpet. Mm-hmm. Bam, Next bam, thing you know. Bam, bam. We get into our seventh commercial.
2: What I found interesting about this is that it both supports your theory of the stones because mm-hmm. it specifically mentions reality. Mm-hmm. So supports my theory that it's all of her different uh, traumas that she's working through. Right. Um, so that, that's the first thing I noticed as watching this. I was like, well, yep, we're both right. How is that possible?
1: mark that down because that won't happen again
0: And Um, uh, substitute parents are back in
1: right the the lady from all the rest of the commercials is in besides Mm -hmm. last one and everything goes everything goes dark and it's a it's a depression commercial obviously Mm -hmm. and ask your doctor about nexus and so nexus so this line could have multiple meanings nexus could be um earth's um 616 the earth that we're on is the nexus of all realities that's the rea- that's where all the rest of the branches of the multiverse span from um they all converge on 616 and so this could be the nexus of all realities doctor could that be doctor strange the sorcerer supreme about Nexus, uh, Nexus has so many meanings in the comic books, Marvel Comics. It could be just about anything. That's kind of how I was interpreting it. Um, and then you know they show it like it's like basically just a pill, and you know one of the world, uh, the, one of the lines in there like, do you feel like the world goes on without you? This could be like with Justin's theory of during that time period. You know, Maybe she was locked up by sword or something, or the world went on after the snap. I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: Well, wasn't uh, in Age of Ultron, wasn't Nexus where um, when Ultron had taken Jarvis and Tony put it back together, put Jarvis back together, What didn't he say you found him in the Nexus? Do you remember oh, that? Oh,
1: no, I don't remember that. Okay, I'll, I'll have
2: to look, I'll up look that up. Yeah. To look that up. Uh, because I, I whenever I heard that, I thought, oh, Ultron, Nexus, Vision. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Here right. it is. I that. But we'll let, we'll let Kyle do that looking up. Um, and we'll go on with the commercial. Yeah.
1: So I'll ask your doctor about Nexus. And like I said, that kind of just maybe... And Uh, the next one was a unique antidepressant that works to anchor you back to your reality. Mm. Boy, is that hitting the nail on the head right now.
2: Right. And I think the last line of it was really uh, telling.
1: Or the reality of your choice?
2: Yeah, because Nexus, because the world doesn't revolve around you. or
1: Or does it? And then, you know, the confronting your feelings confronting your truth seizing your destiny what else did they say and possibly more depression Mm -hmm. and don't take nexus unless your doctor has cleared you to move on with your life because yeah because the world doesn't revolve around you or does it that was i mean that commercial just kind of totally hit the nail on the head at this point
2: well i love how every commercial is also with the same (laughs) period of whatever sitcom we're watching Yep, um, And, you know, the pharmaceutical commercials with, you know, 10 seconds of telling you about it and then uh, three minutes of all of the, uh, don't do this if you have this and don't do this if you have this. Uh, it's, it's awesome that they would put a pharmaceutical commercial in the modern family office style um, current day. It's awesome. So smart. I
1: agree. I agree.
0: Uh, so i found it here nexus is that's the internet hub that was in oslo that tony stark used to find out who was hacking oh nice the codes that turned out to be jarvis my memory jarvis lost across the internet basically
1: Hmm. um next thing you know uh we're back with the twins and agnes and she says penny for your thoughts and he says i like it here it's it's quiet um, <clears throat> well, before that, okay, here's gonna be the first of my method- why I think Mephesto is in or had some hand in this episode because he's Billy's petting the bunny, the bunny's name is Senor Scratchy. Another name for the devil is Nick Scratch,
0: Old Scratcher,
1: Old Scratch. The devil in the comics had. A son named Nicholas Scratch, who he collaborated with Dormammu and Nightmare sometimes, and he was a frequent enemy of Agnes. So, Agnes could be, you know, maybe trapped him in a bunny form, because that would be like the most, one of the most powerful witches in the Marvel Universe to do just desserts, or, you know, or it could be nothing. But I just found it odd. His name was Senor Scratchy.
2: So who calls the devil Nick Scratch?
1: Old Scratch? Scratch. Old Scratch? That's an old term for the devil.
2: I have never heard that before.
1: So oh. that's an It's an old-time term. And then his son's name was Nicholas Scratch or Nick Scratch. One of his sons. Another oh. one was Damon.
2: So it'd be like Saint Nick. And so Santa, if you rework the letters, is also Satan. Therefore...
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. That's right. No, that's right, church lady. oh shit, we're getting deep. All right. <laughs> woo. Jimmy, woo, shit, we're getting deep. Jimmy, woo. But yeah, then you know, she talks about senior scratchy, and you know, Billy tells her it's it's quiet here. Um he says, You're quiet, Agnes, which means he can read everyone else's thoughts. Agnes is somehow shielded from him. Mm. jimmy and she woo. knows yeah there's something going on and then they ask you know think our mom's were okay and she's like oh yeah she's great and you don't have to worry about your mom your mom can do anything she's super mom and just you know very sitcom back at that point
2: mm-hmm. consoling the children and then slowly looking at the camera Jim right style um and then of course her she has the best lines in this yeah episode. she really does <laughs> Try you try telling a 10-year-old that his mother is cuckoo for cocoa puffs.
1: And she noticed before that she referenced Ralph again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Very important. Like I don't know how that's important, but it's very important somehow.
2: Scratchy is Ralph. That that's her familiar. That's what I think. You think so? Yeah. And if you remember back in episode two, she talked about how Ralph had uh, chicken pox. And I'm I'm just trying to think of something itchy. I just wanted to have a cool theory, but I don't.
1: Uh, Ralph had herpes. <laughs> and, uh...
2: As Chris has uh, told us, herpes makes uh, certain parts of your body itch. Uh, oh. They
1: have a pill for that now. Okay. He um, takes
0: the Nexus he can ride a bike again. I can't. put <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Senor Scratch. I do
0: think... Going back to the Nexus thing, because that's still rolling in my head right now. And so that that's going back to Ultron. Ultron's a big thing. This episode has a lot of, um, you know, like we said, very similar to The Office. I was really wanting to see Robert California go up in this episode. With all the Age of Ultron references, with all the stuff, if we would have got freaking James Spader to do a cameo i would have lost it that would have that would have been the the one for me right there when they're talking about the luke skywalker moment and the cameo that would have done it for me if he would have just shown up and done his robert california thing in the office episode i would have been happy i could have died a happy
1: man uh so (sighs) next thing we know we have monica suiting up getting in the vehicle and she gets in basically you know There's not a lot of dialogue that's important during this part until she gets in and starts going towards the hex. And Jimmy asks, you know, is this thing going to work? And um, uh, Goodwin says, you know, of course it is. This is our most heavily armored space vehicle. So Monica goes straight into... They said she's going to sail through it. She goes straight to the hex, and instead of just sailing through it, it actively blocks her
0: mm.
1: like it's like she hit a brick wall and then all of a sudden it said the density is matching her which that means the hex is alive somehow not necessarily the hex but the person controlling it knows what's going on mm. reactive reactive thank you and it starts doing almost a 90 degree because it starts pushing it up and as it's doing this it's they think it's disintegrating, but it's actually rewriting the vehicle, which I thought was super interesting. And Monica got out of there, okay, just barely. And it spit the truck out, and it looked like an old. What is that? An old like Astro? Yeah. The front of, turned into like an old Astro. That is an Astro, isn't it?
2: With the the fake wood paneling and oh. yes, mm-hmm. the old Astro van.
1: Yep. And then, I mean, it flew it, and Monica's like, you know, I'm going to get through, and Jimmy Woo's like, uh, no, come back, and of course, Monica runs straight for it.
0: Yep. This is such a cool scene.
1: It was. So, when she's going through, you can see all her past lives, quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes, past lives, the ones in the hex mm-hmm. that are following with her, along with her. Um, and then, I, did you guys catch the talking Mm -hmm. you remember what they were saying
2: well it's different different parts of her life whenever she's had to overcome things so overcome um hard points in her life it seemed like in like her mom was uh telling her you know you can do it um even captain america comes in and i'm sorry captain america uh, captain marvel comes in at the end and you hear her voice and it's Basically, it seemed like to me she, it was helping her get through it. It was all these hard times in her life that she had to overcome. Uh, that's that's how I took it.
0: I like the uh, the fury quote out there. Is, I do too. If, only if you can, only if you learn to glow like your aunt Carol.
1: Foreshadowing, like three seconds away, mm-hmm. and then yet yeah, you, you see Carol talking to her, like like you're saying, you know, her mom talked to her. And all of a sudden, as she starts pushing through, when Carol starts talking, that's when all of a sudden, all those personalities pull together. And Monica's eyes start glowing. It's not like really a blue-blue. It's like almost a light... Ice blue. Ice blue. Thank you.
0: Mm -hmm. Or a neon... Oh, no, they're kind of
2: green. Yeah, they're they're freaking cool-looking. Yeah, it doesn't look... Normal blue human eyes.
1: No, well, and then all of a sudden uh, the hex starts to turn into a white walker.
2: That's what it is. <laughs> that's that's, yeah, that's what it is.
1: It is kind of the same color. Oh, yeah. Um, but then the hex opens up for, her and she pushes through. Yeah. And then everything she's seeing, she's seeing the EM spectrum. Mm-hmm. If you t- you can tell because you can see when she's looking at the power lines, like where the couplings are you can see it coming out of there which means since she's entered the hex for the third time she's gone full-on photon
0: i like how that flowed full-on photon
1: full-on photon or captain marvel or um what was the i forget who the other one was she did i forget um but I, it was it was a great scene yeah yeah which means she is now fully powered and she can see, like, the light. She can see the electricity. She can just see the energy because her powers in the comics are energy manipulation. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then she strips off her suit, her um, the space suit, and starts running. We'll get to that when we get a better view of what it looks like. But it looks like two things. I texted Kyle one of them last night. Um, yeah. We see Darcy and Vision driving along, you know, like at literally like three miles an hour, chit chatting. Like if Vision really wanted to get home, he would have told her to step on it. Let's face it right. here. I mean,
0: he's he's flown in past episodes. He could have just, you know, scooped her up and
1: right went on.
2: But
0: he's getting a lot of good information here. Yeah, he's, he getting, is. His, he's getting retold his backstory,
1: like everything about his backstory, mm-hmm. and then. While they're in the middle of this, you know, they get another red light, and Vision and Darcy's like, you know, why are we getting this out here in the sticks? And Vision goes, he's sitting in a chair saying, I I think Wanda's creating um, impediments to stop me from returning home. He he thinks that she's trying to actively stop him. They finally get the green light, and then all of a sudden, uh, an electric company comes out, the contractors to fix the lights
2: and then Vision looks, breaks the fourth wall, looks straight at the the yep. uh, camera and gives kind of a look, again, Jim Halpern style.
1: Yep, yep, yep. And then, you know, she's like, take your time, fellas. You know, they're just sitting there and they're just talking more about how he's Ultron, he's Jarvis, he's all the parts. He's the sum of all those parts. So, I just thought this is a really a cool recap for a lot of people who have, haven't seen the movie in you know, six, seven years. Yeah.
2: I like how it, he's learning that Wanda killed him, but not because she wanted to kill him, but then she had to watch him die twice. And so he's learning why she is the way she is. Um, but um, finally um, I almost called her cat uh, Darcy as you know because she can see that look says i can tell i've been watching for the last week which i think is kind of interesting you know it's been i guess a week for them but for us much longer but i've been for the last week and what i can tell is that you two really love each other and so i think it's really interesting that she would want to convey that even though he might not be real what they have between them is real because he doesn't, I don't think she wants them to, to fight each other. They don't, he doesn't want them or she doesn't want them to be at odds, but the best way to get to Wanda she knows is through vision. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's really smart that they had her say, you know, reassuring and not just, well, she killed you, you know, and she, she's got your kids right now and get them all angry, but instead taking that path of, you know, she still loves you. You, you love each other. I've been watching and, uh, it's a it's a great way to try to relate to somebody who is either depressed or having a breakdown not be confrontational but come at it with the love
1: i agree um next thing you know we see monica running up and if you pause actually pause here and look at her costume so it's a two it's a twofer it looks like her it's the same colorations as her captain marvel costume um, with the black cape and kind of the, um, the white uniform. Mm-hmm. If you look that up, that's what it looks like. But it's also eerily remnant of the Fantastic Four costumes, one of their iterations. Yeah, I can see that. Um, because the four was where the sword logo is. It was black, and then it was blue. And if Reed was the engineer who designed that vehicle, it would make sense he would also design maybe their space uniforms to prevent because this is going to be part of her uniform that prevented um like any sort of radiation or something hitting her it makes sense after they the fantastic four got caught by the rate the cosmic energy reed would create something to stop this from now on so that's why i think it's kind of a two for why i still got hope that it might be reed richards we might be seeing because it does look eerily similar to the fantastic four uniforms
2: i can definitely see that so a couple of things that uh, with this, um, with Wanda, you know, getting angry and using her hex powers to throw her out, and then uh, throw Captain Rambo out, but of course Captain Rambo does the superhero, you know, knee that uh, Deadpool makes fun of in in the Deadpool movie. Uh,
1: right.
2: Lands. Oh, superhero landing. Uh, but a couple of things. One. So what color is Wanda's powers it's red. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We're seeing what, what color is uh, captain Rambo's powers. It's blue all throughout this. We've seen red and blue. And, and originally we thought maybe that was for Tommy and Billy, but that theme that keeps reoccurring, uh, reoccurring all throughout this is that red and blue. And this may be the, the two, the red and blue that's, that it's referring to. Wow. Uh, the other thing that popped out to me was i think that all of us can agree that the best movie not just best superhero movie but best movie within the last 50 years was easily bvs um it was just monumental and should have won every academy award <laughs> in the comics typically when two superheroes meet or a lot of not typically but a lot of times when two superheroes meet and we've seen this in in a lot of the Marvel uh, Netflix series, we've seen this in uh, DC for sure. But when two superheroes meet for the first time and they don't know each other and don't understand each other, they typically fight. Um, And that's exactly what we're seeing here. Uh, So the two superheroes, not necessarily villains, but uh, in the BVS is just an example. And no, I do not like that movie. um and i think it really hurt the name martha there will be children not named martha for decades thanks to that movie but um the idea that we in this scene we get not only the emergence of captain rambo as you know superpowers and is equal to um to scarlet witch because Mm -hmm. she stops her but also we see the the colors and that represents the theme that we've seen throughout so far and then also um you know that meeting meeting of the two so i thought that was a really cool really cool scene that a lot of things really popped out to me just in that small scene
1: right that's i didn't even think about any of that I, that's a great explanation though
2: yeah so you guys do agree bvs best movie with last 50 years
1: oh hands down okay good great Great. i actually didn't mind that movie
2: the thing that bothered me the most not to go off too much of a tangent was lex luther how it was played and a lot of that but
1: i, I agree that was terrible uh
2: please let's never do a nerky about bbs
1: <laughs> we're gonna do one just to annoy you now but, On
2: next week's episode uh in a month though the Zack snyder cut of justice league comes out god
1: yeah. so excited about that that was
2: <laughs> different universe uh so. D-
1: different universe we saw granny goodness and the sod in it
2: yes but we'll, we'll still have hope for this nerky
1: yes <laughs> so okay so like you're saying they're talking and the whole thing's about vision and wanda starts fighting monica on this backs her up then do you guys notice who um, as they're screaming that we have the um, the delivery guy, the same delivery guy who was the milkman yeah. and everything else. Mm-hmm. But did you notice what company he worked for? I did <laughs> not. Presto. Yeah. Like a magic thing. And then did you notice what their logo is?
2: Hmm, I didn't see that. I it's already... a
1: rabbit on top of their hat.
2: Ah. Uh,
1: I just thought it was kind of a clever little nod.
2: Yeah. And a, a call back to the second episode. Because they had that trick that they were trying to do, but then also the magic. Mm -hmm. Nice.
1: Yep. So, but then if you look, then there's someone in the garden next to her, like kind of looking. It's Dottie. Mm -hmm. Dottie's back. We finally see Dottie, Um, except she's just very, you know, 2000s Dottie now. But.
2: So, did you know what flower she's uh, working with right there?
1: Those are red roses, or uh, yellow roses, aren't they?
2: Well, the technical name is Frosticus Roses, so
1: Mm. Are you being serious are you talking out your ass?
2: (laughs) I I just wanted to be cool with another theory.
1: (laughs) You got me. I'm like, well (laughs) but I mean, like I know we were talking about how Dottie's here, but she hasn't been seen. She's here, but this is like I don't think this was Chance. They just had her watching this, just kind of on looking to see what's right. going on. Right. I think there's something more to this. I just I don't know what the hell what though at this point.
0: I really so don't. That he got me with the scientific name for yellow roses.
1: A Frostus.
0: I, be, uh, it, I took that hook line and sinker. Now I'm looking at what yellow roses are really called. And it's not Frost, that Justin.
1: It's Frostus demicus <laughs> Um But then, you know, then they're basically just fighting. Wanda's got her hex powers out and she's ready to use them. And Monica gives her this look, the bitch please look and says, do it. And Wanda's powering up and Monica's daring her at this point.
0: It's weird how the faceless onlookers are just frozen. Like frozen. Right.
1: Well, and then yeah and they're just sitting there and then here's i think it was a very pivotal scene when she says that's the difference between you and hayward you know he's gonna burn he's gonna burn the city to the ground Mm -hmm. and he's gonna make you the villain and she looks at her and says i already am yeah or whatever maybe i already am don't
2: don't let him make you the villain right yeah
1: and agnes is watching this and just has this weird look on her face and kind of walks out and then it was just a great it was a great dialogue between the two of them um about how you know you don't it's okay to be in pain but work through it you know yeah. don't take it out on any people and then all of a sudden agnes comes out and she says young lady i think you have overstayed your welcome poor wanda's been through enough and And she tells her, run along, dear, and just looks at her and gives her this smirk. And this smirk tells you something else is going on, something deeper, and it's not just a normal, let's say like one of the three of us were getting in a fight, not the one, hey, come on, let's go over here. Let's go drink a beer. Let's go over this way. Mm -hmm. There's something something almost sinister about the way Agnes was saying stuff. That's how I took it. Mm
0: and then delivery
2: guys just
1: "Hmm,
2: hmm, yep (laughs) take a note moving along (laughs) move along um i think monica's getting to because she's she's relating she's empathizing with everything that wanda's going through and i think she's getting to her so it's interesting that if wanda is controlling agnes why agnes would then come out and stop that empathy stop that understanding and then put that wall back up if you will between monica and wanda so as that was happening it was like okay well why is wanda wanting this to be um you know because she's already shown that she fully understands what's going on and she's controlling this and, and has referenced that several times in this episode and the last um, so is that Wanda making sure that Monica stays between and doesn't empathize or, you know, is something else going on? So, um, and, and, you know, we'll find out here in just a minute, but man, this episode's so good.
1: <laughs> it really yeah. is. Well, then we're, we're back to Vision and Darcy at the intersection again, and the, the guys get done with the light, and then all of a sudden a crossing guard comes out with a stop sign. And then, you know, she blows the whistle, and then there's all these kids being led, led by those little kid leashes, yeah, going through. And Darcy's like, "What's next, puppies?"
0: That that line right there, kind of going back and rewatching it, kind of sticks with me when she's like, "Kids, what's next, puppies?" And so when we get a little bit later. You know, I might be reaching some here. I'm just like, they've got, we're all- they've got in my head. But when she, when she mentions like, oh, now there's kids. What's going to happen next? Something with a dog?
1: Yeah. But that's the thing. That's the beauty of that's- the NERC. We're all reaching at this point.
2: Uh, but I mean, who was the biggest fangirl of this show? It's Darcy. And so she's seen that there were no children. And then suddenly there are children.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So they didn't have a dog. And suddenly there's a dog. So she's just repeating mm-hmm. the pattern of what she's been watching on the show. There oh, was a dog. There's children everywhere. Okay, great. Oh, now, or not everywhere, but now there's children. Okay, and then what happens next? Oh, now there's a dog. And so I, I think it's, I think you're you're onto something as far as, you know, she's just uh, repeating the pattern that she's seen on the show that she's been growing so hard for. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: and then, you know, Vision's talking to the camera again outside the truck, just. Like it's normal. And, you know, just, just like a, a normal frustrated person like the sitcoms would do. Mm. But then all of a sudden it hits him. He, he says, what am I doing here talking to you? I I should be going to see my wife. And then, you know, he kind of stumbles off set.
2: Mm. Hits the boot with his head.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just you know, very comedic. Yeah. But then next thing you know, that shows us that it's not comedic is he's phasing through the truck, flying off. And, like you know, these Darcy, things were
0: happening at, at the same time, right? And his little vision head.
1: Well, and then next thing you know, Darcy's like, you know, I'll, I'll just meet you there. Cool, whatever. Thanks. And we see uh, Agnes leading Wanda into her house, sits her down, and you see that they've been watching. um, You see, hear the TV. And they've been watching um, Yo Gabba Gabba, and there is which is kind of odd for being 10 year olds watching Yo Gabba Gabba because yeah. that's more of a
2: 40 year old man. Is it weird that I watch Yo Gabba Gabba? Very, yeah, yeah a
1: little bit, a little creepy.
2: Oh, I mean, I don't. I was joking. J-
1: Justin likes the one that looks like a pickle. Um, I do is know. it a pickle?
0: Okay, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, weird
1: I think we know what we we as forty year old men think it is at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but she sees the two sandwiches with only the middle eaten out, and not the crust. You know, something very much kids would do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed too by the TV, but she had a um, one of those um, Himalayan salt rock lamps. And that's supposed to, you know, negative ions to purify the air. Ah. And then I think that statue is supposed to be something else, but I couldn't, I didn't have time to look it up before this.
0: Yeah, I I can't wrap my head around what it would be other than it looks like, you know, maybe symbolic of twins.
1: Right. And then Wanda looks over at Senior Scratch.
2: The, The Yo Gabba Gabba. It's interesting that they chose specifically a scene where and they even had the music going of jump 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 yeah. jump jump I mean that has to be something what do you think that's anything or just coincidence or Oh know?
1: I think I think it's all related to the stop 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 or yeah dead 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 yeah. I think it's all related
2: yeah so jump could be Something about the nexus, nexus of the universe. They jump from since it's the middle six one six, you can jump to any multiverse from the nexus.
1: Either that, or it's telling Wanda because we know her sanity's barely hanging on right now. Hmm. Like maybe go off the edge, hmm. jump. That's kind of how I took it.
2: Okay. Hmm.
1: Um, next thing you know, you know she looks at Senior Scratchy. He's sitting there eating, but then she looks over at the curtain. Here's my second Mephisto reference. It's it's you know it's a it's a locust or a cicada. Mm-hmm. But Mephisto's first appearance in the Marvel universe, he was a fly. Could be. Yeah.
2: Here, I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reach.
1: Real... Reach, but uh, I got it but then one i mean he was a fly but also one of this could be a reference to hell because one of the um seven kings is the king of plagues Mm -hmm. i think that was baal i can't remember or was that asmodeus
2: well that one of the the plagues that god sent to the egyptians
1: was locusts were locusts as well right i'm trying one of the one of the kings seven kings is like the god of plagues. And that might be Asmodius. Um, I don't know, but that's why I kind of think it maybe it was referencing that. But yes, it could have been a reach, you bastard. <laughs> Doing a lot of reaching. <laughs> a lot of reaching. That's what we do on these nurkies. Mm-hmm. And, and then she asked before we record, I get it, you know. We
2: really reach around stretch the facts. Reach so. around and just really get a hold of those facts. Here you go. Here's a reach around
1: a fact. <laughs> Hey, as, lo- as long as I'm getting a reach around, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> up, huh? oh. Wanda asks Agnes, where are the boys? And Agnes replies, oh, they're probably playing playing in the basement. As kids. Um, mm-hmm. As kids do, you know, commonly creepy basements. Yeah. So Wanda goes down there to look, and what does she see down there? Looks I like a normal her, basement.
0: She's got a really bad root problem, I think. She, does. she needs to... Like that can't be good for the water lines. It can't be good for the drainage lines. Like she needs to call Roto-Rooter or somebody to take care of this because she's gonna have problems. Like maybe goes not in- now, but down the line she's gonna have serious, yeah. serious plumbing issues.
1: Well, she goes into this canal that's full of roots. You know, it's, it's a root canal.
2: Oh, and it's lined with you know rock. So my first thought was, you know, living in Oklahoma, that's the first place I'd want to go if there's a tornado. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a shelter.
0: Yeah, I found, found it more of a root cellar than a canal. But
1: um, yeah, I mean that too. Well, no, uh, she she goes into there <laughs> more. Um, and then she goes into it looks like almost like a um some sort of chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, a artifact chamber, worship chamber. The first thing that hit me was if you look at the on the ceiling there is symbols looks like arcane symbols and like gold. But the first thing that stood out to me was the sheep's horn. It looks like a little altar in back on the right. Yeah. It, uh, it's the sheep skull with the horns, which is, you know, a sign of the devil. Um, like a devil's altar. And then it looked like something was on fire next to it. It was glowing at least. And then there was some sort of clock there too. Mm-hmm. And I, could not tell what time it was stuck at
0: and but I, I, I think this is the go, 240 need to go back and look at it because I, I i haven't looked at the clocks throughout the the series but i had read mm-hmm. that all the clocks are like set at a specific time and this one looks like
1: this one looks like it could be stopped at 240 like the the strucker watch
2: hmm. yeah so the symbols that are up uh, over each of the archways I was wondering about that. If those were some type of like Wiccan type of, you know, witch type of mm-hmm. symbols or if this, because I, I just don't know enough about that lore and I don't know enough about Marvel lore to know if these were, were, you know, something dealing with um, superhero or villains. Uh, but I thought it was interesting because the, the light is shining on these gold um Log, not logos but symbols that mm-hmm. on our over each of the um uh archways and so. it's
1: really only on, on um that level too it's only over those things right specifically um but then you look and here's what i thought was really interesting too is she's walking around looking at stuff you know you see a cabinet full of arcane like looks like skulls and then there's a book that is glowing
2: what was everyone's first thought of what that book looked like? Dark, Dark Hole. Yeah. That,
1: yeah. Well, I went with being, being the Marvel Universe. I thought it was the Dark Hold.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, I heard you guys would have known what it was, but it, it, that's like I saw that. That's
1: the Dark Hold yeah. written by the devil, you know, on so. human flesh. Lilith was the keeper but yeah no it's i thought the necromicon too but being not marvel universe i'm like that's if that's the dark hold we're definitely into a cult at this point which we knew we were but this just cements it and
2: then seems like it's bringing in the mystical with the cosmic which i think is really interesting uh because they could have had anyone be the the protagonist or well not necessarily protagonist but be the the good guy and they chose uh, captain rambo who is Mm -hmm. um so i thought i think it's interesting the idea of mystical and cosmic and and i equate this to dc stuff because that's what i know better but the biggest um you know superman is invincible pretty much but the only thing that he is really susceptible to is mystical powers Mm -hmm. magic and so that's what my first thought was was why would you have cosmic and mystical together not just have all cosmic or all mystical um so i think it's it's really cool how they're doing that but it could also it could bring in um you know marvel has quite a bit of um vampires and werewolves and and different things like that throughout their uh, they're con- Morpheus. You got Morpheus, you got um, well blade
1: Blade, Morpheus,
2: Dracula. Uh, um, and so this might be a way of of bringing in some of those other mysticals um,
1: Deacon Frost
2: plot points all throughout different Disney plus shows coming up uh, later that we, well, just we d- don't know yet.
1: Well we do know the Morpheus movie is about to release. True yeah Jared Leto. but I don't think that's set in the same universe
2: i think that was still the sony sony I,
1: the the venom verse yeah so i think it is too but i think they're planning on i don't know i think they're planning on bringing him in because i've heard Venom's supposed to show up in three spider-man three hmm. so i don't know we'll see um but then all of a sudden agnes walks down there and she goes wanda wanda my favorite line you didn't think you were the only magical girl in town did you and when I think Magical Girl, I think like Sailor Moon and stuff like that. But this would just be funny. <laughs>
0: yes, um, Or Agatha now. It's going to be hard to break from Agnes to Agatha. She looks like disheveled. Like her hair's kind of a little crazier. It's like she's not as uh, like put together. As put together as she has been like leading up this like She's never been like super prim and proper. Not, like a couple episodes, she kind of
2: was, but like yeah, she
0: looks like she's been through some shit.
2: Like yeah. <laughs> and she's wearing—I mean, very much front and center.
1: Yep, yeah. we can have, that brooch. She's petting Senor Scratch like a uh, cat, too. Have mm-hmm. you noticed? Mm-hmm. And then she says, "The name's Agatha Hartness. Lovely to finally meet you, my dear." So we were right. One of our predictions hit on this. Yep. She is Agatha Harkness, which is the Mm -hmm. oldest witch in the Marvel Universe, one of the most powerful, too. And then all of a sudden, if you notice, Wanda's face starts glowing like purple Mm -hmm. around her temples, like the same way Vision, when he undoes the thing, except his is yellow for the Infinity Stone, for the Mind Stone. Agnes is, we're assuming this is Agnes, and Agnes has her own creepy music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: which actually, this, I actually love that.
0: This is such a cool sequence. It really I just is. love this sequence.
1: Well, and Agatha comes, you see her come down in a haze of purple. It's like Wanda's red. It's purple. So in the comics, Agatha helped train Wanda in the use of her powers. She was very pivotal in this. She also was the one who helped Vision and Wanda conceive the twins in the comics. Mm. To do this, she had to take a piece of Mephesto's soul. So she's very, very... Um, in a, she's a very important person in the Vision Scarlet Witch storyline.
2: intertwined in their lives, yeah. for sure. Right,
1: right. And she... <laughs> she's played both good and bad in the comics because it just depends on what threat there is Um, because with like uh, the way agatha always describes stuff in the comics is the universe has to be balanced for good there has to be evil for evil there has to be good and you have to balance them out um
2: that balance talk yeah very thanosy
1: yes exactly and then you know Agatha comes down and then all of a sudden just changes. And again, you see the brooch front and center. And it's the first line of the song is, who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. And then it's Agatha all along is the name of the show. And it's very, like, goopy lettering. Mm-hmm. Um Who's been pulling every evil string, and they cut back to episode two at when they're the magic show, and they're going to pick up the bunny and visions like drunk basically, and there's Agatha sitting there with her hand like doing like a Wanda almost like how when Wanda releases her hex powers, Agatha's doing it except it, except it's all purple. Um, and it, you know it shows Agatha Harkness. And she's insidious. And then, when Herb um, was trimming the bushes, she did something to the back, and the purple went up behind him. And she did the smile. And then Pietro, when he showed up at the door, what's behind Pietro? Her, her, and 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 the purple smoke, which means, which to me, okay, on this part, this to me means she couldn't. We know it's Agatha is the mastermind behind all this, trying to not even necessarily break Wanda. I think my theory is she's trying to keep Wanda together at this point. Um, she is messing with her, but she's trying to give her back stuff that she's lost. Um, it's kind of what I'm thinking. Like I said, you guys probably think something else. Um,
0: no, I can see that. I don't see her as the way the character played that i don't i don't see that playing out to be a big bad moment yeah. at all
2: i don't know because i mean the song says who's been messing up everything and if she was uh, an ambivalent force if she was a force for good to help then she wouldn't be messing up anything um so i i don't know i think this song and this this whole um this whole scene from here to the end i think is showing how she keeps throwing a wrench into everything um i i don't know but i throw well, in she's allowing others to be able to come in um so i i don't know
1: well with the pietro <laughs> thing i think she hasn't been able to i think she's trying to give wanda again what she wants Mm -hmm. because monica mentioned her brother and her her you know how she missed her brother and how he died and then i think she wasn't able to pull our realities pietro back so she pulled in the fox universe's pietro i still think he's pietro Mm -hmm. he's got he's got the super speed that you know you can't no one else in this town has these powers right now that we know of
2: freeze too
1: um, right. And so I think it's Pietro, and I think I still hold to he's the Fox universe is Pietro, and Agatha couldn't fully pull in our reality as Pietro.
0: Maybe her. If that makes sense. Yeah. It does. I think uh, maybe the her messing up everything isn't necessarily her messing up everything for bad. Maybe her messing up everything is messing up what Wanda is trying to do, which may be inherently not good may not necessarily be evil but whatever one is doing isn't this necess- you know it's not great and so the stuff that agatha is is uh, messing up is uh she's not like i said she's not messing up for the bad she's kind of doing little nudges to correct her to keep her from going completely off the rails
1: right and i mean that could be it um and i just realized something here too with agatha outside did the house address change? I'm trying um, to find what it is because, so if you look at the old Agatha scene there, it's 2800. I swear I saw it this episode like 2814 or 41 something like that.
0: It's been 2800, I think, through the whole whole run. Uh, I'm just going back like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's been 2800.
1: I it. Okay, so it's been consistently 2800. Yeah. Okay, so, and then the next thing you know, we see Agatha. Um,
2: she's talking to Vision.
1: She's talking to Vision. Um, I
2: like this so much, the look that she gives. Right. Well, and, and that, this scene says a lot. Because this, we know now that she's not controlled by Wanda. She's there because she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know everyone else has to have Vision hit him with those powers to come back. And she's acting, if you remember, in that episode, she acted like he. Do fr- you want
1: me to take it from the top?
2: Yeah. Um, and when in this scene last episode, when Vision did that, she was like, "Oh, you know, uh, help him, blah blah blah." But she knew exactly what she was doing the entire time. So that that if you go back to our first Nurky. My thought was, I think Wanda's controlling this, but someone is keeping her and controlling her within this. And that sounded like such a um, um, uh, easy answer. That I think it's both. I think it's Wanda controlling this, but someone's controlling her. I think I may be close to being right um, in my season or uh, episode one because um, we're closer to seeing that Wanda is but also someone is controlling
1: within this. There's a mastermind behind it all. Yeah, a a manipulator at least. I agree. Um, Now we look, Wanda's on the couch and then you see the camera you know, like for the confessional or whatever Mm -hmm. that they're doing and then who turns around? It's Agatha and her chair says Agatha and she's got the you know, the shh yeah. and then she turns around and goes and i killed sparky too and just starts doing this evil laugh <laughs>
2: if you uh go back and watch again that part where it says well maybe you deserve or do you think you did it because you deserve it or whatever yeah. listen to that closely that's agatha's voice but in a um, modulator so a lower tone right you can definitely tell and in the first time oh. you hear, you you can't tell but go back and play that Uh, i
1: thought it was a guy
2: yeah the second time i thought oh wait that is agatha's voice oh (laughs) okay um it's it's actually pretty cool how they did that um not just throw in some random guy's voice but it's actually her voice modulated you can tell when you re listen to it the second time
1: right so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to go check that out then um then we get to the end end credits you know our typical leds Here's where Marvel throws us for the loop. This is the first time in seven episodes we've had a mid credit scene. Finally.
2: Noice. It's like things are coming back to normal.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And then um, it's Monica sneaking around Agatha's house, opens up the cellar door, and you can see all this purple on the roots. And then all of a sudden, who happens to show up behind her?
2: Pietro. Pietro.
1: Pietro and I love this line. Snoopers gonna snoop, <laughs> and to me, this shows that you know he's still being controlled by her, and maybe he's her enforcer. Yeah, like to keep people away. And did you notice that the the um, flowers around that cellar door were purple also?
0: Hmm. I did. And I noticed the color scheme of the car parked in the driveway
2: more than I did the flowers. The flowers. See. Yeah, cuz there's purple flowers everywhere in the house and oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get, I didn't boy. catch
0: the purple flowers, but that's that's spot on. Yeah.
2: I just thought the, I thought the
0: car in the driveway had kind of a Iron Man theme to it.
1: Well, it's a
0: nice little nod.
1: Did you notice Monica's eyes at the end too what color they were? Blue. I think it was purple.
0: No, let's nice look here.
1: Good looking pause. I think it's purple.
0: Ooh. Yeah, they're those are purple. I think. It, okay.
1: Or maybe it's not purple. Maybe it's light purple. Purple. Lurple. Light purple. But I think it's purple. And I'm wondering if that's the Thank the you. the glow surrounding Pietro. You know what I mean?
2: Because whenever her eyes turned blue and she had that power, it was that White Walker blue. And this one is that. Right. Uh, this is yeah. It's
0: definitely so, a different shade.
2: Yeah. Hmm
1: something to think about let's give him something to let's think give about something to nurk about oh there's our next song
0: oh you say that for the next one
1: yep um so with that you know of course we go over two hours again um but it's just so damn good we're sorry mm-hmm. we're not sorry
2: sorry not sorry
1: no um we have two episodes left so i'm really excited to see where this is going to take us Potentially three. So potentially three, but right now officially two. Mm-hmm. So um with that, um Kyle, what are you watching or reading this week?
0: Um I haven't added much to my list this week because I've been um doing a lot of editing and streaming and such. So um I'm hoping so what have you learned this week then? What have I learned?
2: What is something good that I have learned?
1: We can just bypass that.
2: Did you learn about plumbing at all?
0: I did. (laughs) I did. I've
2: learned that pipes will freeze in
0: in sub-20 degree weather. Uh, I've learned that the city uh, municipal water systems aren't as reliable as they want you to think they are. So, But I have water again, so. But okay. it's a really low pressure. Yeah, it's 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 crap all over town right now. When this stuff starts thawing out. It's going to be a it's absolute shit show. Yep.
1: Yeah. Justin, what are you reading or watching this week? Uh,
2: a new show that was on Netflix is called Amend. It's not uh, sci-fi, uh, nerdum type thing, but it's it's really good. It's looking at the Fourteenth Amendment and how it's been uh, enacted throughout the course of the United States and Fourteenth uh, Amendment of the Constitution and so if if you want a good read or i'm sorry a good watch of um, <clears throat> excuse me a good watch of um, an entertaining way to look at the constitution and i which i know people are already starting to like click off but uh, and how it relates to um, people of color and women and, and different uh, minorities. It's, it's really, really good. So uh, it's hosted by Will Smith. It's written by Larry Wilmore.
1: Oh, that's cool.
2: And uh, has a lot of different actors and people on there. Uh, But it's, I thought, honestly, I thought I knew quite a bit about just history in general. And every episode I learned something new, I'd look at my wife and be like, Oh my God, did you know that? I didn't know that either. Did you know that name? I didn't know that either. So it's a really cool watch, uh, especially if you're interested in that that topic.
1: Oh, cool! Well, I'm watching this week. Uh, we started watching the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a big Archie fan, anyway. Love the classic, you know, Archie's Americana, just you know, down wholesome stuff. And this is not that mm-hmm. at all. I mean, this is just frightening devil worship like it's a great show though we cannot stop watching it it is a great show each episode's about an hour and next thing we know it's like 12 30 and so that's what we're tired as hell in the morning but it's still really good um justin what do you learn this week oh gosh uh you can default to your other answer too because I, you learned it seems like you learned a lot from that show
2: i was gonna say that's that's what i learned most about was Uh, The influential people of the United States and how it shaped our society today that I had no clue about, which I think is endlessly fascinating. So that's that's definitely what I learned.
1: So I don't know if I have mentioned this before, but I reread it again. It was that the only person in the MCU who's been around for three decades is Paul Bettany.
2: Hmm. that makes sense
1: he's the only he was he was jarvis and iron man he was ultron and phase two or not ultron um vision and phase two yeah phase two and three and then um he is vision and phase four Hmm. so he's the only mcu person to be around for three decades so far so far, we know of. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. With that, y'all, thank you so much for sticking around with us and listening to our NERKY. I know it's a long listen, but we appreciate you. Thank you, guys. So, you, with you, that... Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Join the Discord, join the discussion, uh, help us vote on what Justin needs to bedazzle across his ass before the uh, run of one division is over. And... Uh, Yeah, thanks again, Justin, for man. I I like the talks. I like, uh, like really getting deep into the the details of this because we get, Mm -hmm. we get, we have three different angles looking at this. And, uh, it's, it's crazy that we can break down, we can spend two hours breaking down a 30 minute episode. So,
1: so yeah, I I think the same.
2: Yeah, for having me.
1: So, well, guys, with that, we will, um, try and get another Nurky out like the next day after. Um, the Friday episode. Um, that's the goal, at least. We have lives, as hard as that is to believe, with as much content as we're putting out lately. Um, but we do. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll try our hardest to get it out. Um, yep. So thank you for listening to Everyman's Guide to Nerddom. Um, our nerky, I'm Chris.
0: And I'm Kyle, and you guys have a great day.
1: Nerdcore, rise up.
0: It could get elevated.
1: Nerdcore could rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word. MCs shied away from
0: belief.